Hey legends, welcome to Hellmouth Hotline. I am Rodney Stewart, your host, and uh, we're finishing off season two of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in this episode. This is uh, episode 22, uh, Becoming Part 2. Uh, this is a brilliant, brilliant ender to the season. Uh, as we know, at the end of Becoming Part 1, Kendra, the vampire slayer, was killed and the police found Buffy over the dead body and they attempt to arrest her and uh, Buffy sees that Willow's unconscious along with Xander. She's trying to find out if they're okay but she's dragged out of the library by the police where she meets Principal Snyder in the hall and uh, he's just like, you know, if there's trouble happening in this school uh, Buffy Summers is going to be behind it and Buffy goes off on one with him he's like you stupid little troll you don't know what the heck you're talking about sort of a deal so she's nearly arrested and uh, she makes a run for it so Buffy in this episode spends the better part of the time running from the police as a wanted woman uh, homicide uh, suspect and uh, yes it's not looking good for her um, Angelus of course now has Giles as prisoner and he begins to torture Giles for information in his own entertainment uh, Buffy finds Whistler the demon uh, in Giles apartment and they discuss Angel's reversion to Angelus and he reveals that Angelus or Angel was destined to stop a Cathala not wake him uh, so he's like you know he was supposed to be the one to keep even though we only met him in the previous episode he was the one that was kind of putting Angel on the path and trying to keep him on the path and uh, things are feeling badly and uh, Buffy leaves she knows at this point she's going to have to kill Angel she goes to the the hospital to check up on her friends meets Xander in there she discovers that Willow is still unconscious and uh, Xander explains you know she'll wake up at any time but the longer it takes you know the worse the damage is going to be head trauma uh, Buffy then later on out in the street again still on the run from the police uh, is nearly arrested when a cop car pulls over recognises her jumps out he's about to arrest her but Spike attacks the policeman and offers a temporary alliance with Buffy uh, He's got no wish to see the world destroyed and he's pretty much jealous of and jealous uh, the attentions that he's given Drusilla and the attention that she's given Angelus in return. So uh, Buffy and Spike, uh, this is the start of something that's going to play out later on later seasons but uh, it's, it's always interesting for me when it comes to Spike and the show because for a vampire that is 100% evil he's got no soul and whatnot 
he has got the ability to love in a way and we get to see a little bit of that in this episode but uh yeah it's just it's it's strange whenever you know the concept of the vampires and buffy the vampire slayer is like the human's completely gone it's a demon from hell taking up residence in the body and you know uh the the feelings and stuff that spike tends to put out doesn't gel with your typical vampire so uh and plus spike is a lot of fun to watch on screen uh basically spike offers to help buffy stop angelus if she allows him and drusilla to leave to leave town uh buffy and spike go back to her house to talk but they meet joyce and i thought it was a little bit strange in the episode it kind of pulled me out ever so slightly that buffy invites spike into her house in this episode but it is what it is um joyce meets them as they're approaching the house where they're attacked by one of angel's vampire cronies and buffy spike team up fight this guy off buffy pulls the stake out stakes the vampire so up to this point joyce buffy's mother had no idea that her daughter was the slayer so she's forced to tell her mother all about it and uh, Joyce is like she tells her daughter not to one thing leads to another essentially like she sends Spike back to the mansion to uh, make sure Giles stays safe and when she makes her move he has to back her up and get Drusilla out she eventually agrees to letting the two of them go uh, but Buffy and her mother have the conversation about her being the slayer and you know, do you really have to be the slayer can you not be the slayer and Buffy's like it just doesn't work that way it's fate I'm the slayer that's the way the thing is things are I have to go but uh, Joyce goes into full hardcore 1990s Muller mode and she's like you're not leaving this house until we work everything out and uh, Buffy knowing that the more time she's wasting uh, is just giving Angel more time to torture the information out of Giles and awaken a Cafla so she and her mother end up in a little bit of a scuffle of her mother trying to stop her from leaving the house and Buffy uses a bit of her slayer strength to actually push her mother away from her and uh, Joyce falls into the kitchen table and uh, she gets angry and tells Buffy you know if you leave this house don't you even think about coming back and uh, Buffy in that moment you know, just more and more heartbreak going on to Buffy in this episode. So she turns, she leaves the house, and that's the last time her and her mother have an interaction in this season. Back at the hospital, uh, Xander, he's sitting by the willow, and she's unconscious in the bed, and uh, he actually confesses his love for her 
and she begins to wake up. But the first person she asks for when she's starting to regain consciousness is Oz. Uh, so uh, Xander has a little bit of heartbreak because of this. But um, you know, that's as far as it goes. After Willow is up, getting a little bit more woken up, she is determined to try the curse again. So she sends Xander to tell Buffy her plans, uh, hoping that she can stall everything until Willow gets a chance to complete the, the, the curse. Back at the high school, Buffy goes to the library to retrieve Kendra's sword. So we found out in the last episode that this this sword was blessed by the knight that originally stopped Akafla. And she encounters Snyder whenever she goes in to get the sword. Who gleefully uh, announces that she's expelled. And uh, Buffy leaves. So at this point she's lost her mother. She's going to have to kill the man she loves. And she's been expelled from high school. And as she's leaving, Snyder gets on the his mobile phone and he calls somebody up and he says, Tell the mayor I've got some so I've got some good news. So uh in this episode they're setting up what's potentially gonna be now I'm saying potentially, like this series is well over twenty odd years at this point. And uh, I do believe the mayor in season three is part of the big bad on it. But uh, I just, I'm not going to put that out there right at the minute because I, I honestly, you know, it's been that long since I watched everything concerning Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I actually can't properly remember at this point. Like I do know where the series goes in a roundabout way at this point but it's been so long that it's just not clear enough to actually say here this is definitively what's going to happen in the next series but uh yes Snyder sends a message to the mayor saying he's got good news uh Spike returns to the mansion concealing that he's well enough to walk uh at this point Angelus and Drusilla and the rest of the vampires still think that he's trapped in the wheelchair and to keep Angelus from killing Giles Spike suggests that Drusilla use hypnosis on him and she hypnotises Giles and appears as Jenny Calder and she manages to get the information out of Giles that Angelus is the key and he must use his own blood not someone else's blood to awaken a Catholic Buffy then goes back to talk to Whistler again who tells her if Angelus has awoken a Catholic that only Angelus' blood can again defeat him and I'll send the both, both of them back to hell but he's like you know you need to get back to the mansion you need to get there kill him as soon as you can Preferably before he awakens a Catholic because it'll be a lot easier on you. And uh, she's like, don't worry about me. I've got nothing else to lose. And as she leaves the apartment, Whistler's like, no, you've got one more thing to lose. Her own life, essentially. Um, while Buffy's approaching the mansion, she meets Xander outside it. Uh, who's been sent there by Willow 
to warn Buffy that she's going to try to curse Angel with a soul again and to stall as long as she can. But Xander, in that moment, decides that in the last episode, he wasn't holding anything back. He's blaming Angel for so much that when he gets to the point where he can either turn left or right, do what Lolo tells him, or be selfish and do what he wants to do, he takes the selfish route and tells Buffy that, you know, he, he gets there and like, Willow sent you a message. He pauses briefly. And Buffy's like, what's the message? And he's like, kick his ass. And then Buffy goes to the mansion along with Xander. He's there to get Giles out. She's there to kick ass. In the mansion, Buffy comes in. She announces her arrival by decapitating one of the minions. And Spike surprises Angelus from behind, knocking him unconscious and proceeding to beat him brutally. And to his dismay, Drusilla sides <laughs> with her sire, defending Angelus and attacking Spike. So in the, the final confrontation here, we have Buffy fighting Angel, Spike fighting Drusilla, and, uh, you know, eventually he manages to knock her out and get her out of the mansion and before he leaves a now conscious angel after having you know he's cut his hand so he's got his own blood grabs the sword pulls it out of the the statue well a kafla essentially who stole a stone statue at this point uh pulls the sword out so it's only a matter of time now before a kafla awakens so when spike and drusilla her unconscious spike's carrying her as they're about to leave Angel's got the upper hand of Buffy in the courtyard of the mansion and Spike's like, my god, he is going to kill her. But then he just does a shoulder shrug and he turns and leaves and they get into their, their car with the blacked out windows that they originally came to Sunnydale in and off they go. Drusilla still unconscious in the passenger seat. Spike happy and contented that he's got her back and they're on their way again. So, back in the mansion, uh, Angel and Buffy continue their fight uh, with the two swords. He now has the sword from Akafla. She's got the blessed sword from the, the knight that originally killed Akafla. And uh, at the hospital, Willow, during the, uh, the seance or the you know, trying to do this spell to bring Angel's soul back to them. They've got everything in the hospital now. Uh, just as Willow appears to be close to fainting during it, she suddenly regains strength and begins incantating in Romanian. So the higher powers stepping at this point or she's she's connected to a power that she can't control. They don't explain it that much in this episode. Of course, why would you? It's back in the nineties. It's not 2001 right now where every last little detail of an episode has to be explained there and then like back then they tended to give you a little crumb here and there for a storyline or a potential storyline that they would pay off maybe two or three seasons down the line and they do that in this episode where Willow connects to something a power stronger than herself and it's basically the the power to crank out the spell 
the way the Romanian gypsies did back in the day. Uh, she succeeds in restoring the angel's soul, just as Buffy's about to kill him in the mansion. She's finally got the upper hand on him. She, she's got him down. He's actually on his knees in front of the, in front of a kafla, and she's about to take the, the final blow to kill him at this point. And then, just like as we've seen in the flashback to 1898, when the gypsies cursed him, we again get to see that same movement in Angelus whenever he. The eyes sparkle and the souls restored, and uh, yes, Buffy realizes that her angel is back, and the two of them go into a hug. And as she's looking over Angel's shoulder, she sees that a cafla is awake, and its open mouth is creating an expanding vortex. When Angel, completely oblivious to the vortex opening behind him, he hasn't got a clue, as we've seen in the, the flashback to his original uh, experience of being cursed in 1898. Uh, it took him a few moments to start to remember everything that he had did as Angela. So he's still, at this point in the episode, he's had his soul restored. He's completely, you know, what the heck am I doing? Why am I here? what's happened, everything's just, you know, nothing's making sense to him at this point, but he's just glad to be seeing Buffy again, and uh, he questions where he is, all that sort of stuff, and Buffy comes up, she kisses him, professes her love, and, you know, she tells him she loves him, and Angel tells Buffy that he loves her, and while he still has his eyes closed, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting in this episode was insanely good. Uh, she steps back and drives the sword through his, not his heart, but through his, just above his stomach. And uh, Angel's like, what the heck is going on? Still not realising what's happening. He knows nothing about the whole Akafla situation or this vortex that's going on around him. As far as he's concerned, the woman he's loved since he first laid eyes on her has just driven a sword through him and Angel is sucked under the closing vortex and the world is saved. So a Akafla goes back to the dormant. Angel's gone at this point. Buffy, at this stage of the series, has lost absolutely everything she has cared about uh, apart from her friends at this point. And, you know, she's completely distraught. She just killed her lover and she's been expelled from school. Her mother told her not to come back. So Buffy actually goes back home, uh, packs her bags and then goes to the school. You know, she leaves a note for her mother telling her that she's leaving. And she goes back to Sunnydale High School, but she doesn't go in. She's standing behind a tree, checking out what's going on. She sees that Giles... Willow, Xander and Cordelia, they're all safe and well. They're heading into school. They have a moment outside themselves. You know, obviously, uh, Buffy was successful at stopping a Catholic because the world didn't end. And uh, they don't know if they, the spell worked to restore Angel's soul, but then they think, okay, well, maybe 
it did work and the two of them want to be alone together sort of a deal so they don't know what's happening but they're going to go about their day and in the background Buffy's watching everything that's happening and as they go into school she turns walks away and she gets on a bus and the last thing we see at the end of the episode is the bus driving out of Sunnydale and the town sign saying now leaving Sunnydale come back soon so that ends off season two absolutely fantastic i love this season so good and these last two episodes were insanely strong insanely strong and uh, i went to places you weren't really expecting you know you were expecting angel to get saved to get a soul back by the end of this like the breadcrumbs was there throughout the series since he killed since well since angelus killed miss calendar but the way they ended it off here just was not what you're expecting and it was so well done so well told and we'll see what happens in uh season three of buffy the vampire slayer as we continue on with this podcast so if you're new here and you're enjoying it hopefully you are please rate and review the podcast you know throw a follow on there Keep up to date with it. We're not just doing Buffy. We're jumping back and forth from other horror movies and television shows. And if you've got any suggestions for other shows or movies to talk about on the podcast, please let me know at hellmouthhotline at gmail.com. And uh, your help would be very much appreciated. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you in the next one. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.